0: The best way to be in a position to be heard is to listen incredibly well to other people so that you know where they're coming from, you understand their perspective, you understand their thoughts, their meaning, the emotion behind them, and that you have earned credibility for them to say, now I'm interested in what you have to say. And because they've been heard, they're willing to sit back and listen to you.
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Discipline Podcast. This is the Super Skills Series. In this series, BK talks us through 20 skills we can all use every day to improve our lives and our impact on the things we care about. He helps you break down each skill through the lens of self-awareness, self-discipline, and self-confidence. By the end of this series, you'll be able to turn these 20 simple skills into super skills that unlock a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. In today's episode, we're talking about listening and how it's a mental discipline, not a physical one. Reminder to stick around through the end of the episode so you can hear how to get your hands on free E plus R equals O resources for activating these skills in your life.
0: The simple skill of listening is a mental discipline, not a physical one. Okay, this is this is really important. Listening at its core is the mental discipline, not an external one out here. Listening is the choice to focus your full attention on the other person. It is to be quiet. We're going to get into this. And then it is to prioritize what the other person is saying over the voice inside your own head. That's that's the core of listening. It's the mental discipline. Again, put your attention on the other person. Be quiet. And then prioritize their voice over the voice in your head. Let's jump into listening in the context of self-awareness, self-control, and self-confidence. It is hard work to act like you're listening, okay? It's hard, and people do it all the time. In fact, there's a ton of people, a significant percentage of people who work harder to act like they're listening than they do to really listen. And it's a, it's a, it's a total lack of self-awareness on two fronts. The first lack of self-awareness on that front is that you are expending a significant amount of energy in attention, in time, in emotions, to act like you're listening. And what is the ROI of acting like you're listening? Well, it's not like it costs a significant amount of more uh, resources to genuinely listen than it does to act like you're listening. And in fact, I could make a case, it actually costs more resources to pretend like or act like or front that you're listening. It actually costs you more that way, but it doesn't deliver anything, at least not anything good. So self-awareness, the first front of self-awareness tells me this, if, if you aren't aware that you're expending energy to act like you're listening, you're definitely not aware of the consequences of it. And so you can expend the same, or maybe even a little less, energy to genuinely listen, and you can get a lot of really good things out of it. But to but to put up a front that uh, you know to, to make it look like you're listening, uh, that doesn't make any sense. At least have the self awareness to say I'm listening or I'm not. And if you don't want to listen, have the self awareness to say I'm not going to listen. I don't want to listen. Make like at least make a choice not to listen but don't pretend like you're listening when you're really not. The second reason not to do that and why it's a huge lack of self-awareness is you're not fooling anyone. When you pretend like you're listening, when you act like you're listening but you're not really listening, whoever you're doing that to knows damn well you are doing it. Okay, they know. Because you know when somebody's doing it to you, but when we do it to somebody else, all of a sudden that, that uh, I guess I should say that emotional part of our brain clouds out our judgment and makes us act like, no, we're, we're much better at, at covering that up. Look, you're expending energy to act like you're listening so you don't actually hear them. You don't actually understand them. You don't actually pull it in. You definitely don't connect with them. They know you're doing that, which irritates them, frustrates them, or makes them really angry, which drops your credibility in front of them. And then we have, the, the, uh, the ego, when somebody calls us out and says, you're not really listening to me, to say something like, yes, I am, and just lie to them and get upset when they call us out for it. So self-awareness tells me that's a quick, easy win. Do not act like you're listening. Instead, have the courage and have the credibility, have the integrity, tomorrow's discipline, tomorrow's skill, to acknowledge with awareness First, with yourself and then with the other person, about whether you're gonna listen or not gonna listen. And if you are gonna listen, then do it. Then execute what we're gonna talk about here next. But if you're not gonna listen, say so. Have the subordinates to say, I'm not in a position to listen or I don't want to. I'm not interested. I choose not to listen to you. Keep that really close and tied to yourself, okay? Second one, control yourself, all right? Self awareness. First, self-control, second. One of the things about listening that, like, let's just take a step back. What is self-control in listening, okay? Self-control in listening has a handful of parts, okay? Number one, like, if we're going to simplify this, number one thing in listening, don't talk. Be quiet. Now, people think, oh, it has to be more than that. It does not, okay? The first thing about listening is if you are talking, You're not listening. It's crazy to me how often I'll get into teaching people listening and they will say things like, Well, I have to express back my, otherwise, I don't think that. And they'll convince themselves that good listening is talking. Literally, they'll convince themselves that in a five minute conversation, the reason they needed to talk for three minutes was to demonstrate their listening. Guys, here's what good listening is. Good listening is listening. It's not talking, it's not sharing, it's not expressing, it's listening. The the foundation of great listening is being quiet and taking it in. Until you are comfortable being totally silent and pulling in what the other person is saying, we're detached from good listening. So that's the first piece. Now, in the midst of that silence while you are listening and the other person is talking to you, the second part that you have to do, and you can practice this anytime you want, this is the self-control, is you have to learn how to turn down your internal voice and give more airtime to their voice in your head. And there's a handful of things that we do when we're supposed to be listening to somebody else. There's a handful of things our voice does in our head while someone's talking. It will prepare our next comments. It will, uh, uh, it will pre-plan uh, what we're going to say next, right? That's the preparing of the comments. It will think about something else entirely. Or it will uh, run a social commentary on what that person is saying while they're saying it, Right? Or it'll be, it'll be you know, jumping ahead in the conversation, really would be the fourth thing. And in all those scenarios, what we're doing is we're listening to two people, the other person and ourselves, and we're paying more attention to ourselves more often than not. So if you're going to be quiet, which is the foundation of great listening, the second place is you also have to quiet down your mind and you have to allow their voice to come into your head, Okay and then and then the uh, the third thing is giving that total focus to your understanding of what it is that they're saying right so it's it's quiet first it's 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 quiet internally second right that internal voice there and then the third piece is really improving that that total attention focus on the words that they're saying the emotion behind them and the meaning that's coming across. And so here's how it would work. And you think about how how long can you listen in 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 a dynamic real conversation where you are totally quiet with your voice shut down, their voice in your head, and your total complete focus and attention on them. I think reasonably saying that 60 to 90 seconds of that level of attention is is probably where we would start to, either you know, we hear so many things that we 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 can't fit anymore, or you know, our, our attention starts to drift away from that. So dialing in on somebody like that, and then what we do is we pause them, right? If they, if they're speaking for that long, we pause them, and then we say this, and this is where you demonstrate. You tell them what you just heard. So I, what what you said is, and what you mean is, and then here's the thing. And this is, a, this is you know, probably not part of the, the listening part, but it is part of the communicating. When you talk, again, t- to do good listening, this is in the context of to do good listening and, and confirm good listening, okay? This is not about communicating your message or being eloquent or, or how to have a good conversation. That's not what we're talking about. We are talking about listening. Part of listening, the first part of listening, frankly, the only part I'm concerned about is that you actually get good at being quiet shutting down your voice, and giving full attention to the other person. That's the only part I'm concerned about. Now, if you want to check that you've done a good job on that, what you would do is after the 60 or 90 seconds, maybe three minutes if, you, if, you, if the person has a lot to say or they're going deep on something, is, is at the appropriate time when they pause, is you don't ask your questions. okay? You don't ask your, uh, uh, the things you're interested in. You go to what they said, and you say this. You say, so what you said is and what, you're fe- what you mean is, and this is where you check if the meaning you're picking up from them is what they actually intended and meant. And you say, so, and what you're feeling is, this is where the empathy comes in, right? What you said is, and what that means, or what you mean is, and what you're feeling is, and now what you've done is you've, you've checked and confirmed or disconfirmed three things. What they said, make sure it's what they intended. What they meant, which is now you're, you're sharing some of your, uh, the meaning you're picking up from them, which may or may not be accurate. And you need to let them confirm or disconfirm, right? Confirm it or correct it. And then the feeling, the emotion you're picking up from them, again, confirm it or let them correct it. And what that does is that ensures that there isn't anything lost in translation between what they said, which may not have been the words that they meant. I mean, I, I think how often when we're speaking Uh, We're trying to find the right words to express what's going on inside. And yet when we're listening, we just take what people say at straight face value. Well, oftentimes it's hard to put into words what's going on inside of me. And so if somebody is reflecting back the words I'm saying and the meaning they're picking up from how I'm speaking and coming across in the language I'm using, oftentimes I'll find that the language I used was not really the language I was trying to get out or I I didn't know that I used that word or whatever it is. And so having somebody listen to me like that, it's, it's incredibly useful to me. And so therefore, incredibly useful to you. So the, the simple skill, I'm not this active listening and all this stuff. I don't care. I mean, honestly, I, I do not care for it. Because everybody who has ever told me they need to be an active listener talks too much and doesn't know how to be quiet. Okay, I'm I'm gonna be direct with you guys. If one more person tells me to come in and do active listening, I'm done. Don't do active listening until you've done a year straight of doing just straight listening, pure listening, real listening. After that, you've got a great foundation to become what most people are calling active listeners. But not enough people have self-control over their own mind and their own stories, and their own impulses to talk, and share, and express their opinions to be an active listener. So until you've demonstrated and proven to yourself and others that you know how to be a core listener, don't worry about being an active listener. It will pay dividends for you to climb this ladder the right way from a listening perspective. And then the last one, not, not that I have any strong opinions on that one at all, but I've heard it enough, and, and I've, I've, I've uh, I've seen enough people. And this is actually true, by the way, for whatever it's worth. I've never heard anybody who talks about active listening who was actually a really good core listener. It's just, that's my experience. Uh, and, the, and the believing in yourself. And this is where it comes into the last piece. You're going to get your chance to share. You'll get your opportunity to express your perspective. It might not be in the time frame that your impulses tell you uh, they want to speak. They might not be in the time frame of your desire but you're going to get your chance to express. You'll get your chance to put your opinion out there or to, uh, to have your side told or to, you know, whatever those things uh, about what you would want to share would be. You'll get there. Believing in yourself around listening is believing in the value of giving somebody else your attention because what they're communicating and expressing matters. Do you see why empathy comes first? Do you see why if you don't choose to make what the other person is saying important, you have no hope of listening? Because listening requires you to put your message down here and let them communicate theirs across, and you need your whole attention on that. If you're not making the choice that what they're saying matters, your ego and your natural emotions are going to vault what you want to say above Importance than what they want to say So you'll get there when you have to trust and you have to believe that and that's about self Because what you can't control is how the other person is talking in the relationship how they're expressing and this is messy emotional interactive stuff you have total self-control over yourself and you can bleed that into, and you can blend that into your self-confidence. The the way I like to think of this is this, if it's really important for your message to be heard, if it's really important for you to express, if you find that inside yourself, you have a deep desire and you think you're right or whatever it is, and you need to get it out, and you want people to get it, your first task, your first responsibility, and the best strategy is to put yourself in a position to be heard. And the best way to be in a position to be heard is to listen incredibly well to other people so that you know where they're coming from, you understand their perspective, you understand their thoughts, their meaning, the emotion behind them, and that you have earned credibility for them to say, now I'm interested in what you have to say, And because they've been heard, they're willing to sit back and listen to you. And so that's the self-confidence of what listening does for you. Listening puts you in a position for two things. One, other people to be open and willing to hear what you have to say. And number two, you will have heard things that will help you craft and create better messages that hit their targets more clearly.
1: hey thanks for listening all the way through if you enjoyed this episode leave us a rating and a review because your reviews help more people find this podcast who need it as promised we've got links in the show notes to resources that will help you activate these skills in your life first up we've got the do the worksheet a free e plus r equals o resource that helps you apply what we talked about here to your life Lastly, if you're interested in taking the application of these skills a step further, we have a downloadable guidebook with all 20 skills only for members of the Daily Discipline community. Developing these 20 skills into super skills help you become a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.